Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Hey, with Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kiley. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN, and we are always happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, but especially happy today to talk to the birthday boy oh, yeah. and the Blues Insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. He is Jeremy Rutherford, another year older today. JR, how's your 21st birthday treating you, my man? Oh, it is It is doing well. It is doing well. If I, only I could track down Luke Korak and delete that picture oh out of his phone. He's, he's got a picture of me with a cake smeared all over my yeah, face that, from like 20, 20 years ago. That's when you had had hair jr yeah i had some hair back then and uh so anyway he breaks that out once a year and i always have to uh blush a little bit so uh but no thanks guys jr JR had hair oh man it was it was luscious locks for a while there went down to his shoulders (laughs) tell him jr you know i remember one time interviewing i think it was brendan shanahan and i'm like he's sitting down in a chair and the reporters are kind of standing around him so i kind of had a view of the hair and i'm like how do these guys have everything? They they got the skills, the fame, the hair, the everything. I don't I don't get it. This uh, pudgy sports writer, just give me some hair. JR, would you like T Bone to sing "Happy Birthday" to you like a, like a Marilyn Monroe? Yeah, let's hear it. it That'd be the best present all day. You don't want that, JR. He doesn't know who Marilyn Monroe is. He thinks Marilyn Monroe's <laughs> a rock star. Uh, JR, since it's your birthday, let's talk about a celebration, and that was a celebration last night on the ice. A fun, fun, fun night, if you want to call it that, BK. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a pretty good transition. Blues dominating the Arizona Coyotes, and everyone's response to us today, JR, was, oh, it was the Arizona Coyotes. But that was a performance that I personally felt like you take out the name Arizona and you put in Minnesota, Vegas, Colorado. Maybe it's a little more competitive, but the Blues played the style that they were supposed to play for a win. Yeah, you certainly can't have it both ways, and I heard you guys say that earlier. You can't criticize them for playing down to the competition and then playing well like they did last night and and say that it's just Arizona. I even thought that first period... You know, they were flying, they were buzzing. I sent something yesterday at the podium listening to uh, Berube and the players uh, just talk about uh, they feel like they're building something, you know, their game. Yeah, they get down in Edmonton, but, uh, you know, pretty gritty to come back. And then that Calgary win was just really impressive. And so they're building something. And so you come home, you look at the schedule, it says Arizona, and how many times have we talked about them playing down to their competition? But uh, they straightened that out from the start. And even though they didn't get a goal or two in that first period, you know, they could have had three or four. So they come out and get them in the second period and, you know, took it to Arizona like they should have and all due credit because uh, they've really been playing well here lately. JR, I said something to the guys earlier today that I want to ask you about. So 
Pavel Buchnevich, I'm pretty sure has scored 27 shorthanded goals this year. Don't check my math on that, but I'm pretty sure that's correct. It's impossible, man. In all seriousness, he, he seems to create offense on the PK as well as any blue that I've seen since I've been here in St. Louis. Can you think of other guys that played at that level uh, offensively on the PK, like what we're watching this year from Buchnevich? Who else is in that category? Yeah, no, it's been a while. Yeah, you you know, you caught me a little uh, flat-footed here, but I, I think apologize. You know, I look back at no, no. I I look back at the uh, the Blues PK over the years, and it, it's been uh, kind of defensive-minded. Let's prevent a goal. It hasn't really been let's go score goals. And what are they up to nine this year? And and uh, Robert Thomas just had one the other night. Now Buchnevich, uh, you're right. You know what's interesting about Buchnevich and his ability to do that is. Uh, I remember speaking to his coach with the Rangers, David Quinn, when the Blues made the trade, and he said he's a guy who's coming into his own and playing a well-rounded game. We just got him going on the PK, and he's been a real good PK player, even though he hasn't done it that often. And I know that's one thing that the Blues uh, liked when they got him in the trade was his ability to play on that unit. But I don't think anybody was looking at it then, like he's going to go score a couple uh, shorties. But, look, his his game is uh, offense as well as it is uh, defense, and so when he's out there, I'm sure he's uh, open-minded to, making plays like that and on that shorty last night let's give all kinds of credit to uh, ryan o'reilly for that steal and then setting up buchnevich on that play so jr that line specifically and i know they weren't together on the penalty kill but buchnevich thomas tarasenko craig Bruby talked about it last night and bk brought this up to me in the office earlier could they be an x factor for this team for a long playoff stretch just in terms of forwards or do you feel like there's another line that could be one that could take advantage of, of mismatches uh, in a playoff series no, I think they, they have to be. And, you know, who knows what the lines will look like here in a few weeks when the playoffs start. Uh, but I think that's definitely a line that's got to produce for the Blues. And we all know that uh, the, the group's been balanced. And you can look at uh, all three of those lines and, and think you're going to get scoring from somewhere. But I think if you're going to win a playoff series, and I'm even talking about beating Minnesota in the first round, if you're going to win that series, you know, that line has to show up. Vladimir Tarasenko leads the team in goals with 25. He's got to show up. That chemistry with Thomas like he assisted on uh, two of Tarasenko's goals last night. That chemistry has to be there in the playoffs. And then Buchnevich, you know, I don't want to say he's better than Tarasenko, but I think he's right there with him. So it's been a great line uh, for the Blues all season. And uh, if we talk about those guys uh, not producing in the first round of the playoffs, you probably are talking about a a first-round loss. Jeremy Rutherford is our guest for another few minutes here on 101 ESPN. You can find his work over at The Athletic. Also, give him a follow on Twitter at JP Rutherford. If you do, you saw last night, JR tweeted, Thomas now has seven multi-point games in his last 10, including last night, as you mentioned, two assists. He's got a few games where he has two goals as well of late. This is, I mean, this is unbelievable what we're watching right now from Robert Thomas. I texted you last night and asked you, is this, is this the best we've seen him play in a Blues uniform? I think the question or the answer is pretty clearly yes. What have we seen though that's clicked for him, Jr.? What has changed with the way that we've watched Robert Thomas play in his last ten in particular? Yeah, a couple things. And Alex, so uh, BK texted me that, and I told him, yeah, I think so. And then we went down to the uh, interview room, and I asked. Robert Thomas, that question, and in true hockey form, he deflected, right? He didn't say, yeah. <laughs> Who could have seen it coming? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Who could have saw that coming? He said it might be, and then he gave all the credit in the world to his uh, line mates. But, you know, we just touched on that line. I really do think that's a big part of it. Look, if Thomas is going to put up points, 
you know, uh, that means that Buchnevich and Tarasenko are, are uh, putting the puck in the net. And Thomas himself, and, you know, I don't want to beat it to death, the shooting, but he's, he's, he's taken more shots, and I think that's uh, opening things up a little bit more and, and creating some offense for him. Craig Bruby made a good point last night. You guys remember that play in the third period? Uh, Thomas has the puck in yeah. the offensive zone and fires it. And yeah, it goes high and wide, but that's not a shot that he would typically take. And so I think you're probably seeing a little bit of a turn with him. But to me, whenever we talk about Robert Thomas and, and if we're talking about him uh, playing the best stretch of hockey he has in the NHL, uh, I think it's because he's just more comfortable in the role. He knows what they need from him. There are going to be highlight reel passes. There are going to be some goals here and there. But you can throw him out there in, in critical situations, and you can have a pretty good idea that he's going to get the job done, or at least he's going to try to get it done. And I think that's the difference with him. He's really grown up this year, I think, on the ice and accepted that, hey, I can be that type of player. JR, I hate bringing up the goaltending conversation because I think it's pretty obvious who the number one guy is now with Vili Husso starting. Who? I know. Who? Oh, that was actually a great Lynn pun there. Chris. So, Lynn Chris. No, he said who? So, no, I mean, he started nine of the last ten games. It's pretty obvious who this guy is, JR, but you had a phenomenal piece talking with uh, some goaltending coaches on The Athletic recently talking about the Jordan Bennington struggles, and the biggest question that I dealt with on Friday night post-game and then Saturday against the Flames and last night with the victory against the Arizona Coyotes is why doesn't this team play that way in front of Jordan Bennington? Yeah, here's the thing. And and listen, this is just my opinion. You know, people listening to the show, they can think differently. I understand it. I get it. Uh, the one thing I want to make clear is I see that it's a better product. The team looks more confident when Billy Huso's in the net. But to me, what it comes down to, he's stopping the puck when the mistakes are made and the other team is, is, put, is putting it on net. And that's the difference. Like, how many times uh, did we see the past couple games where there was a breakdown and there was a, a mistake, a glaring mistake, just like the team makes when, when Jordan Bennington's in net and the other team, the opponent puts the shot on net and Huso comes up with this miraculous save and it goes down the other way and the Blues score. Well, guess what the difference is? Why did they go score? They, they went and scored not because they're, you know, uh, they play harder or they play more for Billy Huso than they do Jordan Bennington. It's that the puck got stopped and turned the other way. He's making the saves. That's the biggest difference. Look, you know, I, I respect everyone's opinion, but the people who played the game, you know, you have to give a little bit of, you know, credence to them. And, and everyone I've spoken to in the past couple months about this playing harder for one goaltender or another, they, they've all said if they've played in the league, I, I don't, I, I don't think like that. So that's not how we think. We just go out there and do our job. And if one guy's making more saves, then, then heck yeah, you're going to look better. Your game's going to look better. JR, did you not see my text before I, I talked to you? I told you not to say that, man. Now BK thinks he's the hockey guy now. It's just very interesting that he basically said what I said yesterday and he didn't get yelled at. It's, it's interesting how, how that works. I'll deal with him afterwards. It's J his birthday. JR, I did want to ask you, the Blues last night looked really good against Arizona. They, they had a couple of impressive stealing points against Edmonton and then finding a way to come out with that victory against Calgary as well. I'm curious what you're looking for the rest of this week, because you've got a game on Wednesday, tomorrow night against Seattle, another team that these are the kinds of games that have given the Blues trouble up till last night with a team that is a bottom dweller. And then you've got two teams that I find to be really interesting with Minnesota coming into St. Louis and then over the weekend, the back to back against New York. You're probably going to have to start Bennington in one of those two games. I would assume he's going to get that start against New York. What are you looking for this week from the Blues? 
Yeah, I think just to keep up, uh, you know, the, it's cliche, but the sense of urgency, you know, I think uh, realizing that uh, you are in the final stretch here and you have to be building your game at this point. You can't wait to the last couple games of the season. I really feel like they're doing that. You know, the Calgary win was nothing but perseverance. Last night was, hey, we're not going to let people talk about how we play down to competition. We're going to come out and play the same way we did against uh, Calgary. Look, uh, Friday is going to be a big test. It really is with Minnesota. They've been uh, playing really well here lately, and it looks like it's going to be a playoff series in the first round with these two teams. Looks like it really could be. So to me, it's just to keep up that level of play. They're, you know, they're getting it from the four lines now. I think Walker's added something. Obviously, Torpchenko's uh, played really well. They're, they're getting by without Tory Krug right now, and there's been some progress there. So we'll see when, when he can get back. And, you know, in the goaltending, you can't wear Huso out. That's the that's thing I'm looking for there. When are you going to get Bennington to start? I thought that... Uh, you know, Bennington might start that game last night because it was Arizona. Do they give them a start tomorrow because it's the third worst team in the league in, in Seattle? It could be. You know, you've you got to believe that is uh, going to start Friday against uh, Minnesota. So to me, uh, just to watch that, watch Huso. I mean, they got uh, people who, who uh, get paid to make these tough decisions on is, does he look tired? Do we need to give him a rest? And, you know, so far it looks like they've made pretty good calls with him. So just keep an eye on Billy Huso down the stretch here. He's Jeremy Rutherford. Find his work over at The Athletic. Be sure to wish him a happy birthday on Twitter, at JP Rutherford. JR, we always appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. Yep, anytime, guys. Thanks. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.